Welcome to today's episode of Empowered, a perfectionist guide to imperfection, hosted by me, Miranda Lee. It's time to take back control of our lives, and it's time to write our own story. Remember, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowered. I am so glad to have you here. I just wanted to give a quick thanks to you guys, especially the ones who come back and listen to every episode every week. That means so much to me. Um, I just love my loyal listeners. It is just so amazing and I'm so blessed and grateful to have you guys in my life. So thank you. Today's episode is just going to be me and I'm I'm going to be talking about something I actually started blogging about. So for those of you who do not know, I've started my own like written blog. Um, I will put the link in my show notes so you guys can read it if you're more interested in reading. So it is called exactly what this podcast is called, A Perfectionist Guide to Imperfection. So you'll see on there, I already have the one I talked about um, in the beginning of my podcast was Biceps Imperfection. And I just posted a new one called A Perfectionist Guide to the Unexpected. And I have other ones coming out like A Perfectionist Guide to Reputation, A Perfectionist Guide to All or Nothing Mindset, A Perfectionist Guide to Working Out, and there's just going to be so many. Um, So basically all the things that I've learned with overcoming perfectionism. So uh, I'll probably be talking about some of those blogs on this podcast, like the one today, Perfectionist Guide to the Unexpected. But if you do prefer to, you know, read on your own time and do that, please make sure to check out my blog. Um, I post the links on Facebook and it is in the link in my bio on Instagram and it will be in the show notes. So please make sure to go check it out. And also, if you have not already left me a review, please, please, please take the one minute to do that for me. If you enjoy this podcast, leave me a five-star review so simple but it means so much to me so if you have not already please do that okay so we're gonna get started so like i said today's podcast is all about how to handle the unexpected especially as a perfectionist and i know this was just one of the biggest things i struggled with my whole life up until recently where i've changed my mindset so i always struggled struggled with being in control Um, I don't know if it stems strictly from my perfectionism or, you know, other things, other things as well, but I just absolutely loved being in control. But as you guys know, as much as you try, you can't be in control of anything. And when life would just throw curveballs at me and just give me things that like we're just unexpected and off my routine because like I've said before, I'm just so addicted. I was so addicted to my routine and anything that, you know, went off of it would just completely throw me off. And I would literally go into like a full mental meltdown. If I couldn't control something, I actually just thought it was a reflection of me and that I was a failure. But I really started to notice over the years that while we can't control everything that life throws at us, we can control our reaction. I know I mentioned it in a previous episode that, you know, we can control our reaction to situations, but I wanted to dive a little deeper into that because especially 
talking to other people and now that I've had this mindset mindset shift, I kind of see how like they view life and it's just crazy. Like I'll give you an example. So there's been two times that uh, my flights have gotten like basically canceled. So the first time I was 18, so it was a while ago and my flight actually had an emergency landing. And I think this was the first time I actually didn't let something out of my control upset me. But my flight had an emergency landing and it stopped in New Orleans and there was no other flights available for that day. And I know everyone on that flight was freaking out and they were upset and they were yelling at, um, you know, the, the customer service at, at the airport and they were just so angry. And I remember just being like, okay, there's literally hundreds of people yelling at these customer service agents. I don't want to be one more person like contributing to their stress. So I just went up there and, you know, when it was my turn, they said, we can get you a flight for tomorrow and we can give you a hotel voucher. And then I was like, okay, sounds good. And listening to these other people's stories, like some people were trying to go to a wedding or a funeral or they were only going to be in San Diego for a couple of days. And like me, there was no dire need for me to be in San Diego right away. So I didn't want to like take a spot for someone who actually needed it. And I decided that, you know, I can't control the fact that I'm missing my flight home because, you know, there was an emergency landing, but I can control how, how I react. So I had a positive mindset. I took advantage of the situation because when else would I ever just have, when I would I ever just be in New Orleans, you know? And so I went to the hotel, it was a pretty decent hotel, you know, and I, I just tried to make the most of it. I was only there for a night, but you know, I went out and I got like some crab legs and some gumbo and just some, you know, typical New Orleans dinner. So that was just a great experience, something that I probably never would have have tried if I wouldn't have magically landed in New Orleans. So that was just one example. But then most recent example is actually a couple days ago because I was flying from Connecticut where I live now um, to San Diego to visit my family. And um, it was just like literally one thing after another, like kind of kept happening, but it didn't really ruin my mood because You know, we can let one little thing literally impact our mood for the entire day. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't know about you, but I would literally let, like, spilled coffee or, like, like, spilling anything or stubbing my toe or something like that. I would literally let it ruin my entire day. But, so anyways, I was, we were driving to the airport. I was having um, a friend of mine drive me to the airport. And my little dog, Willow, she threw up on me not only once but twice. And I was like, bruh, are you for serious right now? And the first time we was good. We was so good. She threw up in the <laughs> the cup holder. So I was like, I can clean that up. No big deal. But the second time, bruh, homegirl threw up all over my shorts. I was wearing like biker shorts and she threw up all over it. And I still don't know why she threw up. I think it was because it got really hot that day and there, my puppies aren't really used to the heat. But, like, summer was just starting to kick in 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 Connecticut, so it was just humid, and I don't know. But it was literally for no reason, but she threw up twice. And so I just had... And for those who who know me, I do not do throw up. Like, you can ask my husband. He's had food poisoning and been throwing up in the bathroom, and I'm just like, sorry, dude. 
I'm going to be in a separate room with some headphones in because I do not do throw up. I don't like to listen to it. I don't like the smell of it. Like, no, can't do it. But, you know, I cleaned up the throw up as best as I could off my shorts and hit the cup holder and then made my first flight with my two dogs. No worries. But it was weird because we were trying to get ready to go um, on my first flight and they were like, it's going to be delayed, but only a couple minutes. So we'll make it there. It will be fine. So I was like, cool. So we land there and we land in Baltimore and we're just like sitting on the tarmac and everyone's just like, what are we doing? And the flight attendants aren't doing anything. Like normally I have an amazing, amazing experience when it comes to Southwest, you know, cause they're all about customer service, but not this time. The flight attendants were just not having it. And they just were not communicating with us. But anyways, they're like, yeah, everyone should be able to make their connecting flights. And I was like, my flight, like boards in five minutes and like we're not even like pulled up yet like we're still just sitting on the tarmac and the lady next to me was getting so angry like for me she was getting angry for me and I was just like you know what? like there's literally nothing I can do like first of all the flight attendants are not the ones who can pull the plane up any faster you know and I know we're not just sitting there for fun but I mean I wish the communication would have been better Anyways, by the time we get off the plane, it's literally like 20 minutes after my flight already took off. So there was a group of like four of us, I think it was four or five, yeah, four of us who didn't catch our flight to San Diego. And long story short, um, the Southwest was not, they said we would have a flight the following day. They would not give us a hotel, blah, blah, blah. But we made sure they finally gave us a hotel. So... We were able to get a hotel for the night so we can get our get on our flight the following day, but um, we did not have access to our luggage. And like I said, I had throw up all over me. It was 90 degrees in Connecticut, so I was just all sweaty. I had my two dogs who did not have food. I didn't have food, but I was like, you know what? Like everything's gonna work out. <laughs> and so I went to the hotel and I was like, I'm gonna Uber eat. So I'm gonna get myself like a chef salad. I'm gonna get some apples and peanut butter for, for my dogs. And I don't know how many of you have been to the West Coast, but there's a gas station called Wawa and people just rave about it all the time. And my dad already gave me crap because I went, I ordered from Wawa and didn't get a sandwich which or a sub or whatever those are called. And I guess that's what Wawa is known for but I can't eat gluten. I have an allergy, so I didn't have a choice. I had to get a salad. Anyways, I finally, like, it took, like, over an hour to get the food, so it was already, like, after midnight, and they delivered the, Uber Eats, like, delivers the food, and the guy hands me a bag. He goes, oh, by the way, they're out of salad, and I look in my bag, and all that's in there is apples and peanut butter. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, like, I guess I'm not eating tonight, like, I'm starving, but, like, it was just kind of, have you ever had something bad happen to you, and then other bad things just keep happening, and it's just, like, literally all you can do is laugh, and so, like, I had a choice right then and there, like, was I gonna get upset and just be in this ma bad mood, even though I literally couldn't control the stuff that happened, or was I just going to make the most of it, not give these situations, like, the power to to impact my mood like I'm not gonna give things that power they don't deserve it um so anyways the really nice guy who was working the front desk heard what happened and he gave me some hard-boiled eggs so I got some pity eggs how nice really nice him I was able to eat some hard-boiled eggs and feed my dogs apples and peanut butter we went to sleep 
I was able to get on the plane and get to San Diego all in one piece. So, you know, everything was good. And I got lucky because my luggage did make it to San Diego. I know the people on the on um who were like in the same boat as me, we were worried that like our luggage wasn't going to make it just cuz I don't know. This you know, things just it was just one bad thing after another. So, we just weren't sure. But anyways, I told people about this story and people like literally everyone who I told were saying like how sorry they were or how like, oh man, like that's a lot of bad luck and stuff like that. And like, I didn't even view it like that. Like I, I've said this before, I view my life as, as a movie or a book and all this stuff is just adding to interesting things that has happened in my story. Like I've said it, life would be so boring if everything just happened perfectly. And that's why I don't expect things to happen perfectly. And also, do you ever notice, like, when you're in uh, groups of friends or strangers or anything, like, the person who always has the best stories to tell are the people who've been through some crazy things. If everything always went perfect, you'd have no good stories to tell, like, your family and friends. My mom and I, we when we went on a road trip from San Diego to Charleston when I was, I was moving there, you know, across the entire country, we literally almost died, like, four times my car broke down like multiple times we've had to we had to stop in like multiple car repair shops um some guy some like meth head ran across the freeway and tried to break into my car with a tire iron while me and my mom were in it and um there was other things that happened and we were just like oh my gosh and yes it was stressful and it was scary oh I remember the other thing. Some lady accused me of hitting her car, which I didn't because I was like really far away from it. And then she tried to, she followed us on the freeway and was like yelling and screaming at us. It was just, it was insane. But like, see, like now I have these good stories to tell, like these crazy things, like, yeah, these insane things have happened to me. And like, I haven't even lived a crazy life. Like I've, you know, like... Nothing that crazy has happened to me. I'm sh- I'm sure some of you guys have, like, even more crazy things to say about what's happened in your life. I mean, here's one crazy thing that happened in my life. Um, also has to do with an airplane. I don't know what it is. But one time, I was on an airplane, and I was trying to get off of it. And I was in the middle seat, and the guy who was in the aisle seat um, was drunk. And I, had, I was trying to scoot by to get out, and um, he bit my butt. So... Yeah, I guess that's something crazy. I was just, like, really shocked. And everyone, like, looked at me and I was like, bro, like, I don't know this man. (laughs) And he just thought it was really funny. And, like, I don't know about you, but whenever you're in, like, an awkward situation like that, like, sometimes all you can do is laugh. Looking back, I probably should have said something else. But it's still this funny story that I have. Um, But anyways, that's not the point. The point is these crazy things do happen in our life. And I know a lot of the times in the moment it's just, like, dang, like, why does this bad thing, like, keep happening to me? Like, why, like, why does God keep putting these things in my life? Like, why can't God just give me a break? And God didn't put us on this earth to live a perfect life. And I feel like we wouldn't learn the lessons or have the same gratitude that we would if we didn't go through the experiences that we're going through now. Like, even me with my husband who goes underway and deploys, Like, when we're together, it is so special, and we don't take the time that we have together for granted. Like, when I hear people say, 
oh, I'm so tired of my husband or like, you know, it still is jokes, but you know, like I need him out of my, out of the house for a little bit or I need my space. Like I can't relate because my husband's gone most, <laughs> most of the time, but like, it's not a bad thing, but it's just things that are imperfect. Like my husband having to be deployed or underway really make me appreciate him more. And we, and our time together is more special. And it's because of the imperfections that are in our life. Like it's not the ideal way to live, but it makes life more special. And you know, other things as well, like just, like I said, life would just be so boring if everything just happened perfectly. So I think we all just need to like take a step back and kind of look at, look at these things that happen in our life from like an outside perspective and just be like, first of all, is this really that big of a deal? Cause something my mom used to always tell me when I was, when I was younger, I don't remember the exact percentage, but she would say like, like 70% of the things that we worry about, like aren't big deals, like 20% are, you know, kind of big deals and 10% are like really big deals. I'm probably butchering that, but you know, basically we, we get anxious and stressed and upset about things that really don't matter. Like they don't matter at all. And like, think about even the way, like you talk to people in your life, um, and like, look at it from an outside perspective. Like, yeah, you might be getting annoyed with this person, but is what they're saying really a big deal? I know that was like a really vague example, but I just think like, I I remember this friend talking on FaceTime with her mom and from my point of view, her mom was being really nice. And what her response to her mom was just, you know, really, I don't know, to me it was really rude. And I just, when she hung up, I was just like, why do you talk to your mom like that? Um, and she's, I said, she sounded like she was really nice and she was like, no, like that's not how she is. Or just saying like, no, that was just an act or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't really know why I brought that up. I, that really didn't have to do with the unexpected, but it just made me think of, you know, looking at things from the outside. And sometimes we just get so comfortable with, you know, living from like the inside of our body that, you know, we take things for granted, you know, we could be really rude, um, we get upset about things that don't really matter, and, like, that's not why we were put on this earth. We were put on this earth to, you know, love each other, and I feel like we focus on, on, like, the wrong things. We focus on things that, like, keep happening to us, but that shouldn't be the mindset that we have. We have to remember that these things happen for us we're not going to be able to grow and be better people if life doesn't throw us these curveballs. We like how do you think when you meet old people and you're like wow they're so wise like did they live an easy life? No they didn't. They didn't. I have you ever met someone who's like super sheltered and they literally have no wisdom at all and it's because they haven't like had to face life and you know, as perfectionists, I feel like we have a hard time facing life because we want to be in control of everything. We want everything to happen perfectly. You know, we want to be able to check things off our our list. We want to have that perfect experience. And that's just so, that's just not a good way to live. It's not a good mindset to have. And it's just unrealistic. And then it also has us like living in the future or the past and not the present. 
if we're saying, you know, I won't do this until such and such is perfect, you know, like I won't be happy until, until I make this much money or I won't get my belly button pierced until I lose 10 pounds. That's, that's something I've heard multiple of my friends say is like they wouldn't get a belly button piercing until they lost weight. And I just think that's a horrible mindset to have because like if you just keep waiting to live your life until A happens or B happens or C happens or A, B, and C all happen together, you're not living your life. If you just wait until things line up perfectly, you are not living your life. I used to be so obsessed with everything happen per- happening perfectly that when something didn't happen perfectly, it just resulted in that all or nothing mindset. Like, I remember my last power powerlifting meet, I would do the same exact thing before each lift. You know, I'd put my hands a certain weight, and I know a lot of this does have to do with my OCD, but it does have to do with the perfectionism too, but... Uh, I would put things a certain way and if like the the music wasn't playing, like if it was on commercial instead of music, which doesn't make sense, why would you play the radio? Why wouldn't you play a playlist so there was always music playing? But anyways, that's a different rant. Um, and if things just like weren't working out perfectly with my lifts, I would just, oh man, I would just bomb them. Like they were just so bad. And after that meet, I was just, I was crying because... First of all, I went, I went into it with the wrong mindset of like, I had to do perfect. I had to get nine for nine, which means I had to hit every single lift um, and have no failures. Um, and I just had all these expectations when at the end of the day, from everyone else's point of view, I still did amazing. I still won first place. But to me, like that didn't matter because I, I wasn't perfect. But I basically just robbed myself of a good time, a good experience, um, basically months of my life because I've been training for that one day and I didn't enjoy it because I had these crazy expectations for myself. And yes, I do compete in powerlifting competitively, but you know, I'm not over here at the Olympics. Like things didn't need to happen perfect. And even if I did, even if I was in the Olympics, guess what? Being in the Olympics is an experience itself. Yes, the goal is to win first place, but if you're at the Olympics and you're miserable the whole time, then what was the freaking point? You know what? What was the point in going to the Olympics? Like, you're at the freaking Olympics. Enjoy it. So, we just need to enjoy everything that we have in life and all the situations that we go through, yes, there's going to be tough times where we can't enjoy them. I understand. There are many times that you are miserable and I'm not saying to just try to be happy and push through. Like, no, definitely feel your emotions. That's something I've been having to work on and something that I've definitely learned is, you know, you, you need to feel your emotions. It is unrealistic to think that you are going to be happy all the time. But to be unhappy and mad because things didn't, go the way you wanted or because you couldn't control the universe, which is exactly what we expect from ourselves. We think that we can control the universe. That means we're basically going to be miserable all the time because the universe just says, uh, screw you. I have my own plans. And we all know that because I'm sure we all had a job that we thought we were going to get, or we all had a person that we thought we were going to marry. And we all thought this was going to happen or that was going to happen and it didn't. And 
I'm just here to tell you that you have two choices. You can either, you know, mourn for the time that is necessary if it is, if it is something that requires mourning. Like, if you, if you were engaged for years and then it didn't work out, like, I'm not telling you just to be happy. No, it, it's okay to have grief. But you cannot control that situation. You can just control your reaction. So, the next step is get up and move on. No matter what, what you went through. Some things you don't even have to mourn at all. Like, if you spill coffee, you know, just be like, well, that sucks. Let me go get another cup. Because your brain is literally addicted to negativity. So, if you keep feeding it negativity, because your, your brain is, um, it's, it's wired in a certain way where, you know, it just wants to protect us. So, when they see us getting, when, when our brain just gets upset at things, it sees it as protecting us. And a lot of the things we don't need protecting from, you know, like if I spill my coffee or if I forget my jacket going, going to the store, it's not that big of a deal. I can just go turn around and go back home. I can get a new cup of coffee. I can just drive there without getting my sweater. And the world's not going to end. But you are in control and you have that power. You really do have that power to decide how your mood's going to be. You wake up every morning and you decide, am I going to be happy? Am I going to be miserable? Am I going to enjoy my life? Or am I just going to be so negative at everything life throws me because we can't control what the universe keeps throwing at us and you know what sometimes the universe will throw us crappy things but sometimes the universe will throw us things that were way better than what we had planned and I know I say the universe but I mean God God has his own plan for us and it is always better than the plan that we have for us if I would have married the guy that I thought that I was in love with years ago, I wouldn't be with the love of my life, Taven, who I'm married to now. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have that experience of, you know, maybe you didn't get accepted into the school that was your number one choice, but you went somewhere else and you made lifelong friends. You know, you found a, a, maybe you didn't get into the program that you wanted to get into and then you actually found your dream job doing something else. God has these plans for us. God laughs at our plans that we set and think that they're going to go through because God's just like, I have something better in store. You deserve more. You deserve better. We can't just be limited to what we think that we want to do or that we or what we deserve or what we have planned. Like that is just so limiting. So when you make plans and they don't go through, just remember there's something bigger and better coming. There is there's just another, another path that God has carved out for you that he's like, no, I, I have a better alternative. This is where you want your story to go. It's about to get better. And we just need to trust that. And not only do we need to trust God and, you know, trust the universe, we need to trust ourselves too. Like we have learned as much as we learned, as we've learned. And we have to trust ourselves that even when things don't go the way that it was supposed to be planned, that we will still survive and we will still, you know, be triumphant in whatever 
life throws at us. And it's not something we can do by ourselves. Definitely not. It's something that we have to do with God. Us and God, like, we're a team, you know, we're meant to do it together. But you got to have that combination of confidence and humility. There's like a sweet spot of having both. And it is just the best way to live your life. And it's not something I'm doing 100%. It's something I'm striving for. And I think it's something we all need to strive for. And I promise you, once you start reframing your mindset, retraining your mind to stop having the need to control everything, like you're going to notice it in other people and be like, I can't believe so-and-so is acting like this. Or I can't believe this is how a stranger is responding to this situation. We're really just going to be like, whoa. And then guess what? That's how you used to act. That's how I used to act. Oh my gosh. Just the things that I used to, you know, just get upset about was just, it's unnecessary. It's really unnecessary. And you know what? In the beginning, it's going to be a little like, uh, like I really want to get upset at this. And it's not just going to come easy. You're not just going to wake up one morning and be like, oh, I'm at peace. Namaste. Like it's, it's a practice. It's something you just have to, number one, be aware of. Just be conscious of it. It's, it's a journey. Like I've said before, happiness is a journey. It's not a destination. And you should always be trying to be 1% better every single day. And, you know, having the mindset that you have to be 100% better every day, like that's, that's so hard and so unsustainable and you're not going to be consistent. But if you can do one thing every day just to make yourself a little better and to push yourself toward just a high level of happiness, it's going to just change the relationship that you have with yourself and with life and it will teach you to learn and be more in the present. Like that's something we all need to do and especially as perfectionists, we do not live in the present. A lot of us perfectionists, we struggle with anxiety and that means you are just worried about the future and as much as we worry about the future, we're not going to change it. All we're doing by worrying about the future is robbing ourselves of the present that we're in right now and just causing ourselves more anxiety which means it's probably going to negatively impact our future. So there's my long rant about, you know, how to handle control and handle the unexpected. I hope something, some of the things I said resonated with you. We will have a guest in the next episode the following week, but this week I really wanted to talk about this topic because it's something that has completely changed my life. And yeah, I just wanted to share. So like I said, if you haven't checked out my blog yet, please go check it out. Um, if you have not left me a review, please do that. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at this is Miranda Lee. And I'm just so grateful for you guys. And I will see you in the next episode. Woo!